Have you had your soup today? And the cold, crisp taste of Coke is so satisfying, it keeps me from eating something else that might really add those pounds. Good morning, good afternoon, good evening, wherever you are. Welcome to another episode of Sheologians. We're here today to put the her in hermeneutic. Oh, nice. Because it was time. Yeah. Everyone's like, when are you going to do that one? When are you going to do this on, very ladies. obvious? That's why I haven't done it, because it's very, right. very obvious. Don't you know us. We don't like obvious things. <laughs> <sighs> anyway, there it was. Um, oh, no, Joy, I didn't come up with a compliment for you. Did you write a compliment for me? I did. Uh, <gasps> do you want me to go first? Yeah, you go first. Okay. Well, um, I'm Joy Tembe, and we're just mixing up things today. Um, <laughs> I'm Joy Tembe, and I'm here with my beautiful co-host, Summer White. And Summer, I just want you to know that if you were in an accident hmm. that caused amnesia, <laughs> I would never give up on you, and I would spend every day of the rest of my life recreating our memories and yeah oh this is like and maybe i'd add some like extra cool memories just to like oh. give you a little confidence boost like you can't remember anything but, but we'd like awesome we'd go to like was. pottery class and i'd be like <laughs> we used to do this all the time <laughs> but we just did this all the time you're a pro this is like is are we talking about the um 51st dates like that timeline or I was is it like of in that, I was thinking of the vow the vow the really bad Channing Tatum movie yeah right is there a really good Channing Tatum movie <laughs> no there is not I'm sure someone's gonna be like um I love Channing me, Tatum but <laughs> you know he's really I've just never cared. we'll give him the benefit of the doubt and we'll say yeah. he's maybe been in a good movie as an extra seems like a nice guy I'm sure he's fine <laughs> it's not personal <laughs> not it's just that one time he was right. in this really cheesy movie called right. the vow and jupiter ascending oh that movie was so bad and you know what um the you know the lizard guy in jupiter ascending uh-huh mm-hmm. um if you watch any amount of conspiracy videos on youtube like about lizard people yeah Is that um, something they that you always do? use yes okay um they <laughs> always use a screenshot of the lizard guy and i'm From, like you know that's a movie right like that's not proof i can't i just can't there's a lot of stock like photos in conspiracy theory videos I, I like just, they they talk about like huge underground illuminati bunkers for when the world collapses and yeah. they show like stock photos of like tunnels and big. Un- I'm like, that's not the real. That's, that's not, not really it, it though. Right. Like you can't show me that. You're basically like, so there's big underground bunkers. Here's what a bunker looks like. <laughs> In case I didn't know. Here's what a large underground tunnel looks like. More than anything, I'm just kind of upset that you've watched so many conspiracy videos about I lizard never, people I and never make it shared through. them with me. I never make it through because they're always like. Well, and look at this. <laughs> and I'm like, I'm looking and I'm really listening. And I still don't get how you believe this. You know, like, I honestly, I feel frustrated. Right. Not because I'm like, this is the most stupid thing to believe. It's because they're making a bad I'm argument. Like, 
I'm like, I st- like you're you're saying this like this like closes the case, and I'm still <laughs> not, not convinced. Not convinced. <laughs> that one you sent me about the Denver airport though, yes, was pretty interesting. Yeah. So thank you. for Conspiracies sharing that are interesting. Yeah. But right, I know. Actually, I have. I have a conspiracy that I um, wanted to ask you about. Maybe I'll ask you about it at the end. Okay. It's kind of weird, and I need to verify a few things before I ask you this. Okay. But I was listening to this podcast the other day, and they were like, "If you ask your friend this question, and they can solve this question, then you know that they are a psychopath." Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. Have you heard the question? I've I forget it. I've heard it, but I forget it. Okay. Yay, we'll find out. I'll ask you at the end. You heard it here. (laughs) We'll figure out today. Whether or not Joy is a psychopath. Yeah, I bet I am. Like psychologists, I was listening to this podcast, and psychologists will use this question when they're like evaluating people Mm -hmm. um, to determine whether or not they're a psychopath. And the first thing I thought was, I have to ask Joy. Is that weird? Yay. I don't know. I don't think so. Okay. Okay. So I will will find that question and make sure I get it right and ask you at the end. All right. Um, so anyway, on to our topic. Sure. <laughs> What's happening today? I don't even know. <laughs> I don't know. I'm so tired. Um, <clears throat> so today, so, or, well, let me go back. So earlier this week, I went to ASU. I went to Arizona State University. You did. To talk to people about anything and everything. I wanted to talk to some college age kids and I asked them a bunch of questions, anything related to like. Anything going on in the political climate, I asked about abortion, I asked about race relations, I asked about Donald Trump, I asked about just a lot of things. Mm -hmm. And so I slept my face off at ASU with our producer and then I came back and Joy is here at the studio and I'm telling Joy about all of my escapades. And I I started telling her about this comment that I got a lot. And as soon as she said the comment, I was like, oh my gosh, I have heard that so many times too. She rolled her eyes so hard. She like lost control and fell out of her chair. (laughs) Like that's essentially what it. I rolled my eyes so hard. I got amnesia and (laughs) Summer had to spend the rest of her life recreating (laughs) Recreating our memories together and going to pottery class. Right. So that's how annoying this question (laughs) is. is It will hurt your brain. Um, But also we've all done it. We've all done it. Right. So then I'm telling her, I'm like, and then this happened, this happened. And then like 10 minutes later, she's done telling me how bad she hates this thing. (laughs) And she's like, we have to do an episode on this. We have to talk about this. Um, And who knew? So like we've been doing this for a year next year Mm -hmm. or next month. I know. We're Um, getting close to a year. And we're still discovering um, all of the pet peeves that we have in common. Right. So this is one of them. So... The thing I kept hearing, and I heard this from professors, I heard this from 18-year-olds, mm-hmm. I heard this from dudes on skateboards. No one is exempt no one from is this exempt. response. And it's so Including annoying. us. Right. Right. Um, so what the, the, the thing that they would say that just like drove me nuts was, I knew this was a trap. Right. It's a trap. Right. <laughs> So essentially what would happen is we'd be having a conversation. We'd be going down a line of thinking. And as soon as they couldn't answer the question and be consistent with the way that they had answered their previous questions, they would accuse me of trapping them. Right. Or saying something like another one was, 
I knew this was going to be this kind of interview. <laughs> right. So the idea there is that you saw into the future. Uh-huh. You knew that they wouldn't be able to defend their position. Mm-hmm. So you asked the right questions in order to make them feel bad and stupid. <laughs> it's so lazy and untrue. Right. And it really, like, you're selling yourself short. Yes. So what does this have to do with the Christian worldview? Right. To me, it's very simple. Um, if we hold to a Christian worldview, then we are holding to a consistent worldview. And if we're holding to a consistent worldview, you can't be, quote, trapped. Right. Um, what can happen is perhaps someone will ask you a question about scripture that feels like a gotcha question. Right. Um, and I'll tell you about the time I felt like that later. But so the point is, is that uh, if someone, if you feel backed into a corner by someone's argument, there's really two options. Either you are being inconsistent and you cannot hold to this position any longer, or say it's say it's like a biblical issue. Perhaps you just don't have an answer for it. Maybe you need to get better educated right. on this topic right. in order to hold a consistent position, like a, a consistent yeah. biblical worldview. Those are really the only two options. Right. Because well, if someone is, uh, it's important to keep in mind that if someone is engaging you well, like. So the sometimes people do have like of course when we engage with certain people you ask certain questions that you know are going to elicit a response. Sure. Right. Like you you there's a reason why you ask those questions certain questions when sure. you talk to certain people. I did want to expose an inconsistency right. in their worldview. But the thing is that those all that all fall, falls under the rules of engagement. Right. Like you in terms of rhetoric mm-hmm. like debate if you have ever witnessed a formal debate mm-hmm. you are allowed to use mm-hmm. devices mm-hmm. there is a way mm-hmm. there is a strategy mm-hmm. to engaging with somebody mm-hmm. so you are not being tricked like saying that they're maliciously tricking you <laughs> and that you're the victim is not it's a cop out first of all total cop but out. also um a better way a better thing to say is that they know what they're doing mm-hmm. and you feel unprepared. Right. But just because they know what they're doing doesn't mean they're tricking or trapping you. Right. And certainly it's fallacious to say, well, because you can answer all my questions, <laughs> I don't want to be in this conversation. <laughs> like, like obviously right. you have manipulated me somehow into, <laughs> no, it would just be better uh-huh. for you to admit I don't know the answer to that question. Right. I should figure out the answer to that question. Right. Because if you're holding to, if ultimately you're holding to a position that's inconsistent, you need to figure that out. Right. Um, But the thing is, is that for like an atheist or a secularist, if you're holding, it doesn't matter if you're holding to an inconsistent position or not, because you don't stand on an ultimate standard or authority. Um, You know, it's just chaos. Right. So you can feel however you want to feel. And if you're inconsistent, it doesn't matter. But if you're a Christian and you discover that you're holding to a position that's inconsistent or you don't know how to hold to a position that you think is biblical consistently, then you need to figure that out. Right. Um, And the great thing is, so I'll tell my story. Um, So I I very clearly remember a time when I went to college and I felt that way. I felt like this is a trap. 
Um, but the thing is, is that I was, I don't know, I was 18 or 19 and I was given such a foundation growing up. Every time I talk about something I learned, I feel like someone's going to be like, I can't believe James White didn't teach you that. <laughs> Can I just be honest about that? Like, I feel bad. He's just a man. <laughs> like, you know, you're, you're, you guys, <laughs> please Summer don't. White and James White are both only human. Human beings. Summer does not have a perfect memory. Right. She has not flawlessly absorbed you all of the cannot, lessons her dad no, tried to you, impart. You cannot be 18 years old and have the answer to everything. No. So can we just, no one write me an email or something or blame my dad that I felt trapped. Okay. Anyway. <laughs> But the good thing is, is that my feeling trapped didn't last long because I grew up with such a foundation that when I was asked this question that I didn't have an answer to, what I did know for sure was that there is a consistent answer to it because I was raised to believe in the infallibility of scripture and because of God's character, um, because God is faithful. When I was faced with this question, my faith wasn't shaken at all, what I was driven to do was to go back and really look at scripture and have an answer right? so that I could hold to my position consistently. So what happened was um, I was talking to someone and yes, for the last decade I have been talking about feminism. (laughs) I was talking to someone about women and how God views women and being made in the image of God. And this person gave me a gotcha question because they believed it was a gotcha question. And it feels like a gotcha question if you don't have an answer. Right. So like both sides do it. That's the point. It's not malicious. It is a means of engaging with people. Yes. Everyone does it. Yes. It doesn't mean it's underhanded. It's completely within the rules of discussing opinion and all the topics of the day under the sun. Right. What have you. And so this is a valid question if you don't have a biblical worldview essentially they threw out you know and said to me well your god believes that women should have to marry their rapists and i was like what (laughs) you know okay so i was 18 years old right i'm sitting there defending women are made in the image of god god values women um all of these things and then this person had read this very you know uh, it's in exodus 21 this verse about like rapists have to marry the person that they raped right and so at that moment i didn't have an answer because i'd never been faced with some like no one had ever said to me like well god thinks right you know what i mean (laughs) well let's face it when that like trap mentality comes in uh-huh. like it's your pride flaring right and you're going I don't want to look stupid I want right. to have an answer I don't right. want like this person to think that I'm right. an idiot so the right thing to do which is hopefully what I did um, <laughs> was to say you know what I'm going to look more into that I don't have a full orbed answer for that but what I do know And I just fell back on what I do know about God's character and what I do know about scripture and what I do know about how he views women. And I was like, you know what, can I, can we come back to that? Because I would really like to know more about what you're talking about before we press on. But here's what I can say. And then I just kind of moved on to other passages of scripture where it's just very clear what God says about women. Um, And by the way, the answer for that, um, and, and this is this is why. So here's the encouragement in this conversation is that um, 
this is why we need to know our scriptures and we need to right. know them intimately because these things are going to get thrown at you, at your kids when they go off to college. Um, and we don't have to be ashamed of these things. Right. Uh, so actually in Roman law, um, the, you know, the, the rape of a captive by their owner like wasn't considered a crime um, if you were like a slave. And the rape of like someone else like if someone else raped your slave, it wasn't considered rape. It was as it was seen as like a property damage. Right. Um, but in scripture, you know, God has a different view on all of that because right. God does value women. Right. <laughs> um, and so if a child of God, you know, um, wanted like a female slave sexually, then he had to covenant with her. Right. And then That's he was that meant. Yeah. he was obligated to protect and care for her at the very least, provide food and shelter. Um, and if a man didn't provide, then she could leave him without any penalty to her, which is if you consider all of these things. Um, so this is, you know, vastly different from from our modern view of marriage. But if you are not anachronistic and you go back and look at. Uh, none of these kinds of protections were set up for women in any other civilization at the time. These are protections that specifically God set up to women where they couldn't be sexually abused, where they had to be taken care of if these things were going to happen and they had to be provided for. And they could leave without penalty if the man didn't live up to these things. So this is a standard, this is a high standard of respect towards women that you literally find in no other culture at the time. Right. Um, if you don't know these things about history, if you haven't studied these things, then it could be a gotcha question. Like, right. well, you have to marry your rapist. That That is such an anachronistic misunderstanding of what actually happened, what was going on in the culture, what that meant. It's taking our modern idea of marriage and then imposing it into that, into that time and completely dismissing history. Right. Um, so the, the point is, is that if, the person I was talking to was right. Then she did, like if, if her view of scripture and what this meant was right, then she would have exposed an inconsistency on my part. Right. But the thing is, is I only had to get educated and learn to discover that I wasn't being inconsistent and to have a meaningful answer to that question. Right. So in like in either in either instance, you have to give up. You have to give up one or the other. Either you need to give up your position because you are inconsistent. Right. Or you have to give up trying to answer and get yourself educated. Right. Um, and, and what we would back. recommend is giving up your pride and yes. don't just say it's a trap and walk away. Because you are. You're being lazy. Right. Honestly. Well, and it's to your own detriment. Like you won't be able to answer that question and especially as a Christian, you can. Like, we know in terms of, like, God valuing women, Mm -hmm. um, we know that he does. Right. So it's simply a matter of saying, well, what did that passage mean? Mean, right. In context and all that. Right. So, yeah, that's, that's, if you're a Christian, like, don't ever accuse people of that because you're being lazy and you have a standard. You have, you have the most consistent worldview. Right. Of anybody. Don't let your pride get in the way. Go learn yourself something. Right. And then you can come back. Right. That's always a good thing. Yeah. Yeah. I was, um, I mean, yeah, I don't, the, the point of this episode is to not make you think that like Summer and I never feel like we're trapped. Right. The awesome thing about being pre-sup is that you really don't (laughs) 
ever get trapped. Like, even if you do have to go educate yourself on something, mm-hmm. you can you can fall on the mm-hmm. knowledge that God is good, God is consistent, God is love, you know, mm-hmm. those kinds of things. Mm-hmm. Um, so you don't necessarily have to, like, doubt your entire position. You just can say to yourself, like, mm-hmm. I know I need, I know that I should educate myself more on topic. Right. Insert topic here. Right. Um, I. It's funny because I just thought of this. I was going to share a different time when I felt trapped, but I'm actually used to feel I used to debate, get into debates with people mm-hmm. about the goodness of man before I was saved. OK. And Great. I used to this feel will trapped. Totally lead us into our psychopath question. <laughs> I used to feel trapped all the time. Uh-huh. Um, whenever I would actually engage with people, because let's face it, it is easier to stay in your echo chamber. Oh yeah. Um, so but I pretty much, fun. yeah, I pretty much always, I was not a confrontational kid by any means. Like I would have preferred to like never say any words mm-hmm. than like say confrontational words. But every once in a while, yeah, people would challenge me mm-hmm. on things. Um, here's the thing, atheists. you guys. Here's the thing you guys don't know about Joy. She's not a confrontational person by nature, like I am. Like I enjoy confrontation. <laughs> but here's the thing. Here's the thing. If you get Joy to the point where she has to confront you, like go get yourself a bomb shelter. <laughs> Because because you're wrong, number one. Like whatever. Like if you have gotten her to confront you, like just just know <laughs> that whatever's about to happen, just just apologize, just apologize and change. Like I just I want you guys to know that. And I mean that with like the most respect ever. Like because if Joy is confronting you, like she's thought about this for a long time. <laughs> It's true. It's kind of true. It's so true. Joy doesn't create unnecessary conflict. So if they're conflict, like, I'm serious. Do you have a shield? <laughs> You're going to want it. I'm going to be, if I confront you, generally, I'm going to be able to defend myself very well. <laughs> I would agree with that. Now, do I sometimes get nuts and, like, get mad? and No. Not really, but not really. maybe if I, like, I'm single. That makes it easier to not get crazy <laughs> on people. Anyway, so, sorry. Um, I interrupted you guys. I, no. just wanted, I just want everybody to know, like, she's not confrontational. But um, anyway. <clears throat> but yeah, so, yeah, there was one time in particular that I was de- defending that men were naturally good, mm. but they were affected by all these external variables and things like that um and i don't even necessarily remember how the conversation went but this guy was an atheist and he was saying like how do you deter like he was talking about you know essentially like how do you determine good or bad okay or like why is there so much badness Mm -hmm. on the earth if okay there's really supposed to be so much goodness so the problem of evil one yeah and the the point is is that i felt i got flustered Mm -hmm. and i felt trapped Mm -hmm. because i just wanted to believe i had set up this little people are good philosophy for myself 
Okay. Um, and I liked believing that. But when challenged, I actually didn't have any arguments or mm -hmm. evidence to support it. Mm -hmm. Other than the, just that, like, some good happens every day in the world. And <laughs> There's um, kittens. There has to be goodness right, in the world, you right. guys. But I, that's the thing is I just hadn't, I hadn't uh, really, like, I thought, I had thought about it. But mm -hmm. I hadn't thought about it enough. Mm -hmm. And that's a lot of times the case. Like, mm -hmm. Um, it can be really good to engage with people because a lot of times they just haven't thought about it right. a lot. Right. Um, they have, like, to their own mind mm -hmm. and their mind alone. Yeah. Like, it all makes sense and it fulfills whatever sort of morality they right. subscribe to. Right. And then they just don't think about it anymore until someone says, well, but what about that? Yeah. Like, so it's not a bad thing to engage. Mm -hmm. um, you're not... Now, the only time that you'd be going out trapping people is if you were thinking, I'm going to go and trick some people into saying some stupid <laughs> stuff. Um, but generally, like, right, even if someone goal. was doing that, yeah. it's not, a, it's not good, a good idea to just, it's not a good idea to be like, well, if, well, they're just trapping me. Right. Well, and if you're a Christian, that's not scary. Right. Because if you're a Christian and you're holding to a consistent biblical worldview, you're really not going to get trapped. Right. And so what can happen sometimes, and I, I, this happened to me on Monday, I was talking to this student, he was a, um, uh, he identified as a Hindu, said he was a Hindu. Okay. And so it's- So most likely like new age. Yeah. So at the beginning of our conversation, he was happy saying that um, what the moral majority says is right, is right. And I just asked him a series of questions and two minutes later, he was like, Oh, that's a terrible standard. You're so right. Like the major the moral majority is not a good standard. Right. And that's because I just asked him a to be consistent and asked him a series of questions and he answered them honestly and had to give up his position because he was holding to something inconsistent. Right. So sometimes it's not like I was trying to trap the guy. It's that I wanted him to think through these things critically and he did think through them critically right. and then essentially in two minutes abandoned his inconsistent, you know, position. Right. Um, when know. we're asked by God to think through things critically right. to educate ourselves. Right. So we can, it's perfectly acceptable for that to happen. Like some right. people are like, I'm not a debater. Why do you go out and cause trouble with people? Right. But it's perfectly acceptable. Yeah. To, if someone says something, you're like, oh, wait. Like that's yeah. not mean. No. Unless you unless you're being unless you're mean. You're trying to be mean, sure. Unless you're being mean, but <laughs> sure. it's not mean in and of itself to <laughs> right. say like, "Hey, can you explain that to me?" Right. You know, right. that's we need to stop being afraid and and buy into this like cultural idea that just let people think whatever they want. We need to not be afraid to have someone say to us like, "Well, no, the the God of the Old Testament says women have to marry their rapists." Right. Like don't freak out in that position right. like Trust that scripture is consistent. There is an answer. Trust God's character. Trust that um, what you know about scripture is true and you don't have to be ashamed of the right. Old Testament because there are difficult passages. It just might take you some legwork right. to understand this ancient text um, yeah. that involves cultures mm -hmm. and, and a, a timeline that you might not be familiar with. And it's going to take work, but there's nothing to be afraid of because God is not inconsistent right. um, and 
all of these things in the Old Testament, like they're still profitable. Like you guys realize like <laughs> that, that, that verse in the New Testament about all of scripture being God breathed and being profitable. It's talking about the Old Testament right. too. Um, all, all, all of it. All of it. Like that's the scriptures. <laughs> so anyway, speaking of total depravity, I found the question that medical experts ask. Okay. To discover if you're a psychopath or not. And this is so creepy. <laughs> and if you, if, if, if the, like the fact that this is a normal question in the medical profession for evaluating people, like doesn't sway you to total depravity, like I don't know <laughs> what will. Right. Okay. So, Joy, I don't know if I want you to get this right or not. <laughs> I think I'm, like, remembering it more. Okay. But just ask me. Okay. Um, just FTR, when I heard the question, I didn't. I did not get it right. <laughs> <laughs> just let everyone know. Just so everybody knows. I was like, oh, is it this? This is, oh, and then I started getting, like, uncomfortable because I was like, oh, no, like, I'm a psychopath. But I was wrong. Okay. A young girl is at her mother's funeral. She meets a young man she had never seen before, but who is there as a part of the family. She instantly falls in love with him. That's crazy. That's a psychopath. That's right. <laughs> anyway, agreed. <clears throat> a few days later, she kills her sister. Why? See, now here's what does this say about my personality? I've heard the question before, and I think I remember the psychopath answer. And I'm like, I want to get it right. <laughs> I don't want to be a psychopath and I don't think I would because the first time I answered the question I was not a psychopath okay. I remember that you also got it wrong Great. but now I want to get the right answer because okay you're not a failure it's something to do with like there's death in the family so uh -huh. someone like she wants to essentially wants to like repeat the situation that happened at the funeral like Someone died and a good thing happened. And so if someone else dies, then. So, okay, you're on the right track. Okay, you're at on least the right that's track. just what I remember. Um, okay, but so why would she do it? Um, she's depraved and she should be put to death. She, yeah. Oh. Ooh, ooh. I was about to say, like, <laughs> you know, like prosecuted to the full extent of the law, but. And then I just. How about God's law? And then I just went old so school. So put to on death. Okay. I agree with that more. Um,. So the answer is she wanted to see the young man again. And right. she assumed that he would show up at her sister's funeral right. since he showed up at her mom's funeral. Right. So. But I remember that answer, like the first time the question. Yeah. That answer did not occur to me at all. So me I neither. I don't think I'm a psychopath. But, <laughs> but the thing was, is like, I thought I had a really good answer for it. And it really uh -huh. freaked me out. I was like, oh, no. Like, what does that say about me? But I was totally not even close. <laughs> this but seriously how creepy how creepy that this is like a standard evaluating question right that's so creepy yeah well because there are people um i spend a lot of time on youtube if i'm real <laughs> i'm just realizing that in this episode but so i'm also super interested in like behavior human behavior yeah. and yeah like you know, I think that, um, and mental health and stuff like that. Yeah. Part of what I find interesting is that it's obviously, there's a lot of like over diagnosis and things. Mm -hmm. um, mm -hmm. And there's certain things that are considered mental illness that I don't. Are just sin probably. Yes. Um, <laughs> okay. But I'm also not um, a trained right. 
psychiatrist or psychologist, so mm-hmm. I don't know all the details there. Sure. Um, but I think there's like a weird, I don't know, a weird in-between mm-hmm. of there being zero mental illness and right. everything is mental illness. Right. Well, our brains were affected by the fall. Our biology right. were all affected by the fall. So we can definitely, as Christians, consistently hold to the fact that we're just broken. Right. And our brains are they're broken. Yeah. That's like a weird thing. That's a weird thing to say. Right. <laughs> but mental- well, and there are people out there that even just through like being brought up in a certain way and certain experiences mm-hmm. and things like that, mm-hmm. um, they, like the only thing they feel, mm-hmm. the only emotion that, they, like the only thing they know mm-hmm. is how to get what they want. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So like there are people that would absolutely get that question right. Mm-hmm. I don't know like how biological it is. I'm not mm-hmm. going to like make that statement yeah, here. Yeah, I don't, right. Um, but there are real people in the world that they just like they don't know how to empathize. Right. And, they and so mm-hmm. like they yeah they revert to this like weird instinctive way of life, which right. is like how do I serve myself? Mm-hmm. Now do I think that like God can redeem everything? Yes. Yes. Um, right. God can heal crazy right. crazy things. Right. Um, and I, crazy was not a pun there. <laughs> Sorry. But I love puns. <laughs> but yeah, no, it's, I mean, it's super depraved, it's but so also, I don't know, like, I don't want to say interesting to totally delegitimize, like, right. the pain of knowing a psychopath. Not having any emotions. <laughs> right. Okay, but let's not anyway. go into mental illness. Anyway. Let's stop right sorry, there with sorry. our with our interesting question that's like clearly just we whenever can do, we can have a discussion on mental illness. We sometime. could. I'm not ready for it. I totally have someone that I'd like to invite on for that. Oh. That I think like I like that. It'd be a that. good Okay voice into the we may not come up with all the answers in the episode, but we'll give us something to think about. You're welcome, you guys. <laughs> also, if any of you properly answered that question. Don't message me. <laughs> or maybe we want them on. Or maybe message me. I don't know what to say right now. Let's do our feminist of the week. No fake sociopaths. <laughs> fake sociopaths need not apply. Yes. If you really are one, please come to our roundtable discussion. Anyway, feminist of the week. Feminist of the week. Um, so I'm driving in this morning and I hear on the radio... Um, the DJ is talking about. I just don't even want to say her name. This is so gross. Um, Amy Schumer, and she is currently being. She's our feminist of the week, and she's currently just being fawned over by the media because when she found out how much because she's so fabulous. No, <laughs> when she found out how much Dave Chappelle and who else. Well, uh, Chris Rock. Chris Rock got paid for their Netflix comedy specials. She went to Netflix and negotiated more money out of them because she got paid like less than half of what each of them got paid. Right. Um, for her comedy special. Now, I would just like to first, before we discuss this further, point out that. Amy Schumer's comedy special bombed so badly. So hard. So badly that Netflix actually changed their rating system. Like, you couldn't do stars anymore. It was like thumbs up or thumbs down because she got one star 
um, on her comedy special, which was new. Right. Like, no um, one had ever bombed this bad before in the history of Netflix. Right. So I watched it. Oh. Um, so that other people wouldn't have to. Okay. Because I saw it and I was like, this yeah. is potential Sheila Jin's content. Yeah. It was so bad. I watched never it and it was it. horrible. I have not. I'm unfamiliar. I mean, just like filthy, not Aww. funny. Um, mm. And you'll see that a lot in the comedy world. Like, if, yeah. if there's a lack of funny yeah like it just gets very very just like dirty dirty for the sake of trying right, to get like an, shocking like get a reaction right. and like oh she's so honest she's <laughs> hilarious no <laughs> no you don't get a pat on the back for that right we all we all like that in a celebrity but it doesn't make you funny it's it just doesn't tasteless. mean you, earn, you should earn more money right <laughs> So she even blamed, like, when this all this happened, she said the only reason that her special bombed so bad was alt-right trolls. I heard that. Um. <laughs> I hated I the show. The I hated it, and I didn't rate it at all, so. I thought that the alt-right was just, like, white supremacist, but she's <laughs> white, so what? I don't understand. Okay. Um, I think she's Jewish, though. No, so is maybe, she? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Okay. I don't know. So maybe it was Nazis. Maybe. The Nazis. They've been around They've been for been such a long time, right. you guys. Didn't we fight Slowly war chipping away at Amy them. Schumer. Right. That's their job. Right. So essentially, now she's getting praised for doing this. And, and it's just so clear that... Well, and like... She admitted that she shouldn't get paid as, as much, much as Chris Rock or Dave right. Chappelle because they are comedy masters. So right. she is willing to admit that there's some amount of skill or draw that would... That they have that she doesn't. Right. And that would basically be a way to determine how... There is a way to determine who makes how much. Right. 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 And so, but she didn't even ask for equal pay no. to them. She admitted she doesn't deserve equal pay. She right. just wanted more money. Right. So essentially, if your Netflix special fails and you go to Netflix as a female and throw a tantrum and say, I deserve more, they have to give it to you so that they're not the patriarchy. Right. Like, well, why, and that's why? all in the name of equal pay, but it's not equal it's not pay because she didn't even want equal pay. And she admitted that there are factors used to determine how much people make. Yes. She just, she basically got paid more because she because determined she's that she's valuable and right. she can stand up for, her. she she made more money for standing up for herself. She didn't earn it. Her special bomb. Right. In what other universe does something that fails get rewarded right well and if she was given the money up front then that means she agreed right to a certain amount of money in and a contract she, and if she agreed based on how well it did then she certainly wouldn't she get still paid agreed. more right and she wouldn't get paid more because it failed right and if you if you thought that um alt writers were intentionally coming against you or whatever please give me some statistics too <laughs> right. like netflix has all my information in the world right i'm pretty sure they could create some sort of rundown right on who rated it in what way right and it's just a temper tantrum honestly right. like right. i did something that wasn't quality it wasn't great it was 
everyone said it was tasteless. People who don't even have our standards were like, this is tasteless. Right. You know what I mean? Well, and she announced it all with like a total, a naked picture of herself. <laughs> you guys, feminism is poison. Right. This is just poison. On what planet is posting a picture like that of yourself and then crying for more money empowerment. Like this is what toddlers do. Right. I feel like babies strip down and throw on themselves on the floor right. and scream when they don't get what they want. Like, right. She said she believes that women deserve equal pay. However, I don't believe I deserve equal pay to Chris and Dave. Why? Why? <laughs> if we all deserve equal pay, why? And then why? I was reading in this article, it was like... <laughs> it said something like, I'm trying to find it. It's an important clarification. Equal pay doesn't mean that men and women should be paid the same across the board what? all the time. What? what? Like, I feel like there's a confusion about what the word equal means. Right. People are just always trying to change the meaning of words. And this is like a just an amazing example of that. Right. I don't. Anyway. Okay. The whole situation earns Feminist of the Week, but specifically Amy Schumer. Right. Right. Um, Amy Schumer, if you want to come on Sheologians, we'd be so happy to have you. <laughs> we would love to talk to you. I would. I would talk to you. And trap you. And trap you. <laughs> <laughs> well, you know what? Just bless her heart. And that's our feminist week. <laughs> I don't even know what else to say about Amy Schumer. I just, this whole, you know, I talked to someone on Monday about the pay gap. Mm-hmm. And they identified as feminists. And then I broke down that. And they both of them were like, you know what? I think you're right. But I just still agree that there's a big Right. And I was like, wait, so you think I'm right. But you also think that you're still right. I don't know what to say right I think, now. I think that's exactly the mentality that exposes the pay gap for what it is. Women just want more money. They don't know. <laughs> they don't know what equal means. Right. They don't think they... They will accept that there are ways to determine who makes what amount of money. Right. But they just want more money. Right. So in order to get that, they've started, they've started this whole weird thing that says we make less money. Right. But really they don't. Right. But it's in an attempt to just make more money. Right. Who doesn't want more money? Feminists are genius and they're tricking you all. Yes. But they're also poison. Right. So on that note, we need more money. <laughs> You guys. But it's not a trick. No. And I don't think that you need to pay me as much as you would pay a dude. Listen, guys, we're asking for $11 million. (laughs) I know. On the radio this morning, the DJ actually said, like, I totally think $11 million is not enough for her work. And I was just like, on what planet? I want you guys to give me $6 a month. (laughs) $6 $6 a month so that we can keep doing this and exposing the feminists. Well, that's according, that's using those little ways that you determine how much people should make. Right. Value Summer, like if, if all you do is listen to the podcast, maybe it doesn't seem like we do a lot, but like there's a lot of stuff to do on our Facebook page, on our website. There's blogs um, to be read. Lots of stuff. There's interviews at ASU to do. Yes. Yes. Sheologians. Like, Summer puts all of her time into Sheologians. She treats it like her full-time job. It's my baby. Yeah. It really is. That's why she's on the internet talking to you guys all the time. That's why I'm always there. Yep. And that's why I'm at ASU. You guys send me (laughs) off to talk to these people, and you helped a Hindu this week. 
change totally. his mind yeah. about how he gets his morality. So all of that to say, if you could please go to patreon.com if you like our show, if you hate our show. I have someone who is an atheist that supports the show because right. she said, or maybe it was a he, it was a gender, it was another gender neutral name. Anyway, he said that he appreciates like something that we're doing. He does, we don't remind him of other, I don't even know. It was just oh. very complimentary. Okay. And he felt like, like, or she, I'm so sorry. You're probably listening. <laughs> I'm just going to stop right now. Anyway, all of that to say, like, just please support us on Patreon. We need your help. We want to keep the show on the air. You can do it for six bucks a month or less, honestly, but I know you have six dollars a month. <laughs> Um, because I know how much coffee costs. Right. <laughs> um, and yeah, do we have anything else for them this week? I think that's it. No. We are. We promise we are going to come out with more merchandise sometime soon. Yes, we're, we're just like in it. sort of a mm-hmm. like rebuilding phase. We're trying to make everything nicer and rebuilt. fancier for you. Yes, our website's getting rebuilt right now, and it's already looking really great. It'll look even better. So, yeah, just um, head over to patreon.com slash sheologians, and we will see you next week. See ya. Gushing goes, goes.